Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Welcome back to another week of the show. We're very happy you are here. We are very happy we are here. Morning, studio. Morning. Let's go. <laughs> all right, Eddie, Eddie's the oldest on our show, right? We all know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. By a lot. Uh, he's the oldest, but it sure doesn't mean he's the wisest. Oh. Here he is. Wait, I think Dang. I am, though. Producer Eddie, everybody. Yes. Guys, I was at the store, and I was walking down the aisle, and I see on the shelf something I hadn't seen since college. Hamburger helper. So I got me a couple boxes. I made some for the family, and my kids didn't like it. You haven't seen it or you haven't looked? Well, it's, not, I mean, it's never gone it's away. Never, it, like, it's never moved. Not guys, like all of a sudden it's back. Same neighborhood, bro. Same aisle. I'm not same shopping spot. for hamburger helper. Is this something I just did because it was easy to cook? She did, did you, say not Did, the did you see it because I talked about how much I used to eat it and like it triggered something? I was like, oh, maybe. There's, maybe you always see it. You just don't pay attention to That's it. That's a good point. Possibly. I talked about I had it every day of my life for a long time. Did you ever have tuna helper? I hated it. <laughs> oh my god. I love tuna helper. Oh, that was the I hated it. It was just really like annoying because my kids are just like, Dad, this is not good. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is like my childhood. Would they not like the noodles? They said it was too salty. Well that's on you, buddy. What do you mean? You made I it didn't too add salty. salt. It's just, you know, you do the, the noodles and then you do the seasoning and it is what it is. I think to them it's just packaged stuff. I mean, maybe it's a... a I love some good package process stuff. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I think that's what I it do. is, really. Brings me back to my childhood. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Up next, 
He might leave this job to start his own washing machine cleaning service, uh, but first he should maybe wash himself. Here he is. Lunchbox. Oh. <laughs> Look, I have never been more disappointed in my wife. She has started watching the Kardashians from the start. Oh, so this is like not even the Hulu version that's on now, right? Like, no, no, we're talking. And Kendall and Kylie yeah. are like eight and nine years old, and I'm like, you are going to sit here and watch every single episode from. I mean, that is like 50 seasons, and you already know what happens. Like, you know, they grow up, and one of them becomes a billionaire, and Courtney gets you know married and can't has kids. Like, what are we doing? She's like, oh, it's just good. Never been more disappointed. But you watch a lot of garbage TV. No, no, I watch garbage TV that you don't know the result. Like I watch oh, Survivor. Current garbage. Okay, yeah. got it. There's a difference. Like, I, I watch Survivor. You don't know who's gonna win. You watch it because it's this season, and then it's over. Like the Kardashians, you know exactly what's gonna happen. So yeah, I just feel like she's wasting her time when you know the end already, and it's twenty years too late. Like get on something like Breaking Bad. But I already know the ending. To- she well, she doesn't know. Bones watches like The Office. He knows yeah, the yeah, ending to every ending. episode. I just need relaxing right. TV. I don't, I don't care about what's happening. <laughs> All right, up next, here's four things about Amy. She can't drive. She can't find her A&M class ring. She makes her own deodorant. Everybody's waiting to be just harassed. Yeah, this is ridiculous. The fourth one is her first four things live show is November 5th in Wichita, Kansas. Okay. Here she is, Amy. Everybody. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so... My friend is dog sitting for her neighbor. She volunteered and I laughed out loud because she sent me a list of the things that, uh, the list of things that are required for the dog sitting, which first of all, the person put in the fridge steaks for every day of the week. And she has to cook the dog a steak. Get out of here. Steak? Um, Yeah. Walk the dog twice per day for 35 minutes each. Play with the dog for 30 minutes. Vacuum his dog bed three times this week. And ideally, if uh, he could sleep in the bed with you, that's best for him. What in the world? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> but she does get to stay at so a they, pretty awesome house. They must. Here's the things I hear. No kids of kid raising age. Yep. Very rich. Yep. Maybe divorced or the husband's gone a lot. I don't know. The marital Cause that status. Because that dog's a big part. It's like... Um, as someone whose dog was their whole, whole world yeah. for 12, 13 years, slept in the bed. The wa- like, that's what I yeah. hear. My friend's willing to put up with it because, yeah, they have a pool, they have paid. a beautiful backyard. Get paid, okay. I, I assume so, but I don't think she really cares. She just was trying to be nice because I think they were in a bind. And in a bind, meaning they got cash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Ray, hit me with that intro. Fighting out of the red corner. He is a kangaroo-style fighter. Standing at six foot one inches tall, weighing in at 162 and one half pounds. Hailing from Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he is the reigning and defending undisputed kangaroo weight champion of the world, Bobby Razorblade. Boom! Thank you very much. Wow. Chad from Maryland, thank you very much. Here's what I'm going to say it's up now, and I will post it again on my socials, and we're doing an experiment here. Eddie and I are auctioning off a round of golf with us for an animal shelter that my wife and I work very closely with. You may think that's not worth a nickel. We're going to pay for the golf, or I am, Eddie. Yeah, I'm just going to show up. Yeah, we'll just go to where I play. But you you and a friend, you have to get here. I mean, we're literally doing nothing except playing golf with you. Which would be great. Yeah. And we, it's for charity. Our wife's going to let us. Of course. That's the only reason I'm doing it. But we're going to auction off a round of golf with Eddie and I, and it will go to the dog shelter that we work with. And if people... If it's a good thing, we could do this at other times, too. We often want a day so we could play every oh day. Gosh, Wouldn't that be amazing? Thing? My wife would let me do and it. And we're like, we're just so selfless. I know. <laughs> Playing golf every guys. day. Philanthropic. So if, if you go over to my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones, you can auction to be in Nashville. Get here however you get here. Maybe you live here. 
and you can play around four hours hanging out with Eddie and I. Four well, how we, how, hours? How we play four That's golf. Half. I know. Yeah, how we play four and a half, five. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking for a lot of balls. And it's a nice course. It's, it's where I play. So we will you play with us. That's it. Mr. Bobby Bones. That's awesome. Yeah. Next up, you're going to be like, and now I'm going to auction off around a PlayStation with me. Well, five hours straight of playing <laughs> PlayStation. That is right. Yeah, so that's up. Mr. Bobby Bones. We'll put it up on the website, too. Uh, BobbyBones.com. And let's see what happens. And if it works, we'll do some of this stuff for St. Jude as well. Ooh, I just don't want to launch something for St. Jude and then nobody bids and it looks terrible. Yeah. Test it out. Yeah, this is our test run. I might do five or six test runs before we say no, though. <laughs> All right, let's get going here. It's time to open the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I just found out that two of our friends are getting married next fall. We've known them for almost two years now, and they are awesome friends, and we are extremely excited. They don't have a lot of friends, so we expected a smaller wedding party. My wife worked with the bride-to-be, and they're pretty close, so it wasn't a shocker when it was brought up that she was going to be asked to be the maid of honor. However, it was quite the surprise that I've been asked to be in the wedding, but not just the wedding, but to be the best man. I'm honored, but I ain't at that level. The groom and I get along, and we enjoy hanging out, but we're not close. We only hang out in a group. He has his brother, his soon-to-be brother-in-law, another friend that he's known for a while. I mean, he hasn't officially asked me yet, but they've told us he's about to. What do I do? Any advice helps. Signed, the best man? Question mark. <laughs> That's oh. funny. <laughs> That's funny that they're going to ask you to be the best That's man tough, and man. you're not even the close man. I wonder what the motivation is. Like, why, if he has people he's closer to, why does he want you to be the best man? Is it because, A, he wants to be closer to you at some point? Like, thinking this actually makes the relationship closer. Is it because, B, he doesn't like the other pe- – he doesn't want the other people that naturally would be to be because there could be a conflict if he picks one of them over the other? Yeah, that's it. That's right? True. Let's say you have two yeah. brothers and they both want to be, so you pick somebody that's not yeah. and you leave them. That could be it too. I think what I would do is – not through th- that person, but before he asks you, I try to figure out why. Because you, yes, it's awkward, but you might actually be doing him a favor by being the best man because it's helping him get out of a situation. So yeah, it could be awkward because he's not your bro, not like your your for life bro. But you could be doing somebody a solid by going, "I'll be your best man because I'm going to save you from having to deal with the drama at your wedding." Because nobody wants drama at a wedding that might happen between other dudes. Who want to be the or think they should be the best man? Yeah, there's that. But what if he has no one? What if he has no one I, else? I, like even his brothers, they're just not close or whatever. He can also just be like stinky or annoying. I, I hear you. Could be. That's the thing too. Well, and then you should also do it, too. and that yeah. you should do. Yeah, but his wife being the maid of honor in the the groom's brain, he might be like, "Well, she's choosing her, so how fun if I choose her spouse?" And then no, grooms are pretty it- stupid. I can tell you from experience, <laughs> being one. Yeah, I've never heard of somebody thinking they have to just get the spouse of like the maid match. of honor. No, I haven't heard that either. But okay, well, we'll we'll throw that on the table too. What I would try to do is go a backdoor approach to figure out why, and that's probably through your wife, through his wife, to be like, "Hey, John's really excited." he could possibly be in the wedding and uh, obviously he's been told he's going to be the best man like why like what well, i don't know how you really ask that not, not why would he be the best man but i would say like what about john makes him to your i don't know the husband's name like what's attractive to him about being the best man i don't know i'd figure out what that is and if she goes because he's got two brothers that are a nightmare yeah then john i would just do it yeah 
I just do it and be cool and take one for the team. I think you're going to have to do it anyway, honestly. That's what I was thinking, no matter what it is. If he asks, you're going to have to do it. But I think knowing why, and it's not some creeper situation where he wants to be your best friend and like eats your hair, (laughs) that kind of thing, (laughs) that makes you feel a little better. But you're going to have to do it, I think. And I would just find out why. And I bet you it's not near as weird as you think it is. You're probably just doing him a solid favor by doing it. So that's what's up. Thank you for that. Thank you for the email. You can email us at any time. Morgan, what's that email address? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. All right. Thank you, guys. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. There's a story out about people who don't have kids. My wife and I don't have kids yet. We're not expecting any in the next few months or anything. But, you know, definitely at some point we think there will be kids. But the story is child-free people aren't necessarily rich, but they're way happy. I bet. Well, I was going to ask, Eddie, you have like 87 kids. Four of them. Yeah. What do you think about this story where they say people without kids are way happier? I feel like, yes, overall they're happy. But I think we, the ones that do have kids, have a different outlook on life. So it makes us happier in different ways. Do I want to go out and have freedom, party whenever I want, go out with my friends? Party is where party? you go to with freedom? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Do I want to go on vacation whenever I want? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. But I can't because I have kids. So yes, that makes me a little sad. 94% of child-free people insist they are very happy with their life. The percentage of parents that have kids is way lower than 94%. Right. It's like 58%. So overall, the main reason child-free people are so happy is because of the freedom they have. As for why they are child-free, some of them didn't want kids or finances or freedom or environmental concerns. Some of them don't like kids. That's fifth. I bet a lot of people don't like kids and they have one and they're like, you know what? Not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would impact career, would impair ability to travel, like all these reasons. Amy, I'll come to you. What do you think? Do you think if you don't have kids, you're generally happier? Well, here's where my brain went, which it wasn't mentioned there. You are more rested. <laughs> like, I feel like as parents, you sacrifice so much and you lose a lot of sleep at times. And that makes you more cranky and irritable. So you're just not, so happy, you're not because happy because of the rest. Because yeah. you're t- but I mean, sense. to Eddie's point too, there's so many joys that come with kids and they teach you so much about yourself and you learn and grow. And I don't know. It's, it's, I, I feel like I want to respect people that don't want to have it, but I want to respect people that have kids. I'm personally happy with my two, but I'm tired. The part that upsets me though is like when I sometimes I'll sit there and I think, man, all my money goes to them. Like everything I make <laughs> goes to them. Yeah, there's there are a lot of them though, Eddie. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Four kids. I uh, watch them eat their food. And I'm like, gosh, all my money went to that food right there. But do you look at me and go, he's got total freedom? Yes. yes. Yeah. You 100%. can do whatever you want. But I don't. But, but you, do. you do. Why? Why not? You, I, you have freedom with your money. You have freedom with your time. I've, I've, no, I don't. I'm working every you, second you of the day is accounted for. If I get, I remember finishing college and everybody said, you know what? After you finish college, life gets so hard. You got to go attack the job market. It's dog eat dog out there. But while I was in college, I was already working a full-time job, running the college radio station, taking 20 hours a semester, driving an hour and a half. And I, once I got to college, I was like, I only have to work now? What if we have kids and all of a sudden I'm not working near as much and I'm just hanging out with the kids? And I'm like, life is easy now. Well, you, no, that could happen to him, though. But parenting is work, too. Yeah. You're, there will be challenges. I've seen some tweets like, about how to parent. Looks yeah. pretty easy to me. You're not always in the mood to parent. It's weird. Oh, you're not? No, no, it's no, not no. You don't wake up always good? And mom rage is a thing. Oh, yeah. You might have that. Uh-oh. I probably would have mom rage, mom rage of all the rages. There's no shame okay. in that either. Another story I wanted to mention was people talk about giving gifts for the holidays. I'll tell you, the best gift, and it doesn't feel fancy when you get it. There's nothing, it's like, like super heartwarming. 
but you just appreciate it for a long time is when someone gives you a subscription to like a Netflix for a year. Oh. Because it's a hundred bucks or so, depending on which, because I think last year Netflix was like a hundred bucks when I was given to me as a gift for a year. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. But then like two months in, you're like, dang, I don't have to ever pay for this. It doesn't show up like on my, uh, you know, an email through the Apple store going, we've renewed your subscription for $12.99 again. So they're talking about things you can get people as a gift. And most people would like Netflix or some other subscription as a gift that they're going to have to spend money on anyway. But if you can just eliminate that for them. Wow. That's good. Have you ever thought about that as a I gift? I haven't, but that's a cool idea. Gen Z, 73%. Millennial, 72%. Say, let's go. We were subscribing to all this stuff anyway. So won't you do it for us? That'd be an awesome gift. What subscription do you want that you don't have? No, it's not that I don't have it. It's okay. not. It's just saying, hey, so I'll cover I'll pay that for one. your Hulu. Please do, because oh. then I'll get Hulu Live. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. We were staying with Eddie and his wife, my wife, Eddie, his wife, and we were in California staying at an Airbnb, and the TV just had some weird channels on it. It was like the Panasonic channel. All it had was like gun smoke. And we're like, what, what are we watching here? <laughs> That's so true. And Eddie's like, well, I got Hulu Live, so he logged right in and we watched all the channels there. Yeah. Hulu I just Live's can't. Awesome. I have, we have cable cable. But you can't log into that anywhere. Right. Right. So should I just drop cable? Yeah. No, no, no. Don't do anything until Christmas. I got you. Okay, buddy. Thanks, right. man. That'd be real nice of you. <laughs> it's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. We have two dogs. We have Stanley the Bulldog, and we have Eller, who's a mix of like part hound, part husky, husky and yeah. part... I don't know. That test came back. There were lots of parts. <laughs> All kinds of Because we did one of those tests when we adopted her just to see what we were dealing with there because our personalities, obviously, uh, that, that's a big part of how you should raise them. And so there's a lot of petting at our house, a lot of dog petting, a lot of dog scratching. They say petting a dog leads to increased brain activity. Researchers in Switzerland have found that if you pet a dog, it actually helps with attention processes, uh, emotional stimulation. There's so many positive things about having an animal but one of them may actually be that the working of the prefrontal cortex of the brain. Wow. That when you're petting a dog. Or a cat. Nope, no cats. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. this is just a dog yeah, I don't, study. And I don't mind yeah, yeah. cats. I don't mind cats. I like all animals. Love don't all ruin animals, the story. Big and small. But it literally says nothing about cats. <laughs> oh, well, I'm just saying. I pet my cat and I feel better. Mm. And it's great. You Sometimes I have to force her to like stay in my okay, arms. Okay. So, you, <laughs> <laughs> so you're kidnapping good. your cat to feel good. <laughs> it feels good. The researchers found that watching, feeling, and touching real dogs led to increased levels of activity in the prefrontal cortex of the brain. The team chose to investigate the area of the frontal cortex because it's involved in several executive functions such as attention, working memory, and problem solving. So, pet your dog, feel better. Cool. Kidnap your cat. (laughs) The same. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, my cousin told me three years ago, get involved in your finances. It'll be empowering. I said, nope, that's my husband's strength, not mine. Well, then my divorce happened and I had no choice. I remember it was about a year ago exactly that I was on stage at my live podcast in Nashville raving about Rocket Money. It wasn't an endorsement. I was just a new fan, grateful for the help in managing my bills, budgets, and all things money with ease because my cousin was right. It was empowering. Something else Rocket Money does, they help you manage your subscriptions. Yep, it's a personal finance app that will find and cancel your unwanted subscriptions. It also monitors your spending, helps you lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. 
And it's pretty cool that Rocket Money has over 5 million users. That's a lot. I'm one of them. So you know you're in good hands if all these people are trusting their finances with Rocket Money. They have saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things that you don't use. Like cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash bones. That's rocketmoney.com slash bones. Check them out. Rocketmoney.com slash bones. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on uh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in Hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. When it comes to making cool graphics, I'm not very good at it. But every once in a while, if you see me do something, and I'm like, I made this. And you're like, I bet he hired someone. Nope. The truth is, I, I use Canva because you can take a dumb dumb like me that doesn't know a lot about graphic design. And because of the templates already built in, you can do things that look super cool. You can do like Mike D, who does know a bit about it. And it looks even cooler. Like, what do you use yours for? You can do it to make a pitch deck. And it looks like it took like a million hours to make in like five minutes. And that's because a lot of the templates are already there. You can just build into it. Yeah, it's so quick. So supercharge your work docs with MagicWrite, which is Canva's AI text generator as well. Just start with a prompt. Describe what you want to say in a few words. MagicWrite will generate a draft in seconds. Tweak your draft, and then you're done. And tweaking it means just go ahead and read it make sure it's like in your words. Or in my case, make sure you misspell something, right? Yeah. So tweak it. It's a serious time saver. It's a perfect way to beat the blank page. MagicWrite is powered by OpenAI. It's built into the Canva doc, so you get AI text generation right where you need it, where you write. No more copying and pasting from other programs. And again, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Canva will make you look like the smartest, greatest graphic designer of all time. So it's a perfect time saver. It's perfect if you're doing a presentation. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with using a stunning template. Use it as a springboard for your design. Start designing today at canva.com. Design for work. All right. If you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots. And Tacova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. I've loved my Tacovas. Anytime I wear them or I get a new pair, they feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. 
And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself, and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. There used to be a show back in the day, wildly popular. I'd wait to watch it. It was called Cribs on MTV and they'd go through celebrities' houses and you'd be like, dang, the house is so big, they got so many cars. It turns out a couple things were happening. One, then the house would get robbed and we'd be like, duh, you just showed everybody your house and <laughs> where the secret doors were. Yeah, not smart. And all the fancy stuff you have in your house. And then two, some of them lied and it wouldn't even be their house or their I cars. Know. They would like set up fake stuff. That's, That's so not disappointing. Cool. Yeah, and that was later on when people were just trying to outflex each other constantly mm-hmm. on that show. It was a great show for a while, like back in the day. Well, they're bringing Cribs back. Now, the weird thing is you could do Cribs now on your phone on your TikTok and have more f- viewers than if you were to put it on MTV, right? I mean, that's the reality of it. If you have a decent following or it goes viral, more people will watch your social media than will see it on MTV. Who watches MTV, right? Unless it's a great a great clip or I click it on there and it's like all, I don't even click it. I just go and look at the guide sometimes and it's like all one show with some skater or something all day long. <laughs> What's his name? Ridiculous. Yeah, Ridiculousness for like nine hours. Oh, Rob Deerdick. Yeah, and it's like, this is all they show now? And I'm not somebody that's like, man, play the music. But they don't have a lot of programming on there. It's the same stuff over and over again. But MTV Cribs back for another season, so I'm, I'm you know, excited to see how they do it differently and what they do that would keep just somebody doing it from on their phone. And also, I wouldn't do that crap. Somebody's going to rob you. Oh, yeah, yeah, no chance. You're like, yeah, this is where we hide our key under the rock. <laughs> and this is the gate code. It's like, what are you guys doing? You guys are crazy. And so they're going to put on people like Tyler Cameron. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's that the guy, the really good-looking guy from The Bachelor. Who, oh, he dated Hadid. Um, so he, he wouldn't date the girl on the show. What was uh, I, I mix up their names? What I forget which now? one it was. What's his? Why oh, is he his dates house going to be this. so special? Well, this, cribs. this. I mean, it's that's what he does. Oh, he does shows like this. Okay, and good for him. Like making money, keep it going the best you can. And so he was with Hannah. Hannah. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then they went to the finale, and he's like, I don't want to date you anymore. Is that Alabama Hannah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, she broke up with her dude, and then she was like, oh, maybe I should go back to him. And he's like, ah, you know what? I'm going to go date famous people. <laughs> um, Matt James? Oh, yeah, he's from The Bachelor. He was a bachelor. So this is really just pa- so, bachelor so, pads. Nicole Scherzinger? Oh, yeah, Pussycat uh, Dolls. Yes, Oh, I, I see her. her on TikTok sometimes. Yeah, she's hot. Not that, I mean, I just want to see what her house looks like. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Adrian Balon? No. Google. Honestly, I'm going to be honest. And I am someone who has been a part of this. It feels like a Dancing with the Stars announced where you're like, who are all these people? Because I, I know people did that people. crap to me when I was on there. They're like, I never heard of this person. What a stupid pirate name. But Adrian. Uh, be- she was in Cheetah Girls. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, good. I, I think the show used to be great. I- I'm interested to see how they do it this time. I think it'll be pretty cool. If they do something different. But yeah, it feels like a, all right, here's the cast for Dancing with the Stars. And you're like, huh? <laughs> and I only say that out of love because obviously I did it. Uh, 88% of people say they appreciate when their friends reach out to see how they're doing. But how often do people do that? I never reach out and just go, hey, are you, I'm just checking in. How are you doing? I always feel like I'm annoying people. 
And I never call anybody. Maybe once a week, I make a single phone call to somebody that's a friend. If I owe somebody a call for work stuff, I'll call. But I, I never just pick up the phone and go, let me make a call and have a talk here. I should do that more, but I always feel like I'm annoying folks. But 88% of people say they appreciate it when people reach out. But if somebody calls me, pops up my phone the name, I'm like, oh, no, I don't, wanna, I don't have a phone call. Well, you're the 12%. Well, so 32% of people say they've done it in the past day. Who's called somebody to check in on a friend with their mouth on the phone in the past 24 hours? Me. Yesterday. Who? But they didn't answer. Ahmad. Oh, he never answers. He never answers, so. Yeah. And it's one of those things when someone does call you, I mean, you got to have like an hour set aside. And if you don't have that hour, just ignore it. Mm, 15% have done it the past month. You guys done it in the month? Last month? Yes. Yeah. Do you like it when someone does it to you? Love it. Yeah. You do? Wow. I'm just different. I, I, it makes you feel like they're thinking about you. Like, does the nice. voice text count? Because I left one of those yesterday. I hate getting voice texts. <gasps> but like, you do those. I know. But kill me to listen to them. Kill me. Huh. I st- there's a funny meme about them. It's like, at what point does this become a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> because like, they're so I'll funny. say that to my friends. Like, hey, I just listened to your podcast you sent over. <laughs> Should I save this and load it or what? Oh. Um, what I try to do more now, because I hate them so much, is I try to leave voice text, but through I push the microphone, and it translates to text. Oh. Unless I need to get a specific message with nuance, then I will leave it voice. But I've backed off that a little bit. And I try to never go over like 45 seconds. But the only problem was with the text when you hit the microphone, it doesn't ever understand you and it writes it totally wrong. And I hit Mine does pretty good though. I hit send anyway and then they just have to ask me questions because I'm like, I'm too lazy to go and edit. Maybe it's an accent thing. Maybe. You think I have an accent? Yeah, you're yelling or, at your phone. Like knowing or how to pronounce volume, words. Right. It just shows up like question marks. What are we having yeah. for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> So 45 seconds is the length. I try to do that, but I always end up. Yeah, you don't even get to your point in the first 45. And he's like, hey, <laughs> look at this. this my dog just ran across the street anyway. So I haven't thought about my dog in a lot. And there's not really a way to fast forward. Do you there pre- is. Do you pre-listen before you send it or do you just send it? Oh, I never pre-listen. Okay. Yeah, and I try not to send as many. No, I don't have that much time. And if I'm going to call somebody, I FaceTime them. for them. If I'm close, like I'll only FaceTime Eddie. I'll be like, FaceTime. And then he answers, and on the toilet, no shirt on, and it's weird. I answer whenever you call. Or he's in bed, no shirt on, and it's weird. <laughs> it's always weird. Okay, so those are two things I wanted to mention. My point is, people like it, so maybe today make a point to call somebody that you're thinking about and just check in, even if it feels awkward. I will do that today, too. Good. Even try a mod. He won't answer. It's Yeah, that's my free pass. <laughs> I know he won't answer. Our friend Ahmad. I will call somebody and just be like, okay, hey, I'm just calling to see how it's going. And I'll report back tomorrow and tell you how it went. Okay. Because to me, it feels like I'm bothering someone, but if people like it, I will do it. I love it. Okay. And Let's... it can be one of us. Oh, crap. <laughs> I've got to check in with you at like 11 o'clock. Hey, man. Bones, we just talked about You this. good? I want to go over to the phones and talk to Sierra, who lives in Oklahoma. Hey, Sierra. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Would you like... Hey, listen, you're in Oklahoma, the home of Sonic. Would you like to win a Sonic gift card to buy dinner for your whole I family? Would. I would love that. Okay, so we're, uh, what's going to happen is you're going to pass off this game to one of these show members here, and if they win it for you, you win the Sonic gift card. We're going to play Name That TV Finale, where I'll describe a very famous TV show and how it ended. All the show member has to do is get four out of five. Oh, it's easy. Easy. So, that being said, would you like Amy, Lunchbox, you want me. or Eddie to represent you, Sierra? Oh. Amy. It's me. I'm going to go with... <laughs> I'm going to go with Amy. Well, that was good. I don't know. I planted that in her head. She did whisper in her ear. Yeah, I did. Whisper too. Yeah. Okay, so Amy, you're playing for Sierra and a gift card to Sonic. I think I won this last time. For the caller. I I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course you don't. Selective memory. Here we go. (laughs) Amy. Yep. You can only miss one of these five. Ready? Ready. 
What 80s show starring Tom Selleck ended with 50.7 million views after seven seasons? It finds his character meeting his grandfather and reuniting with his daughter. He also enlists again in the Navy to provide his daughter a more stable life. What? It was based in Hawaii. Miami Vice. Oh, just kidding. Why would you yell Miami Vice when I said Hawaii? Hawaii. She goes, uh-huh, I just that's the, the clue I needed. The Hawaii just registered, so. NYPD Blue. No, no, no. But wasn't Tom Selleck in Miami Vice? Like he was like leaning up against a car with short shorts and a flowery top. <laughs> 80s show, Tom Selleck. I guess it's got, if it's Hawaii, Hawaii. it's got to be Hawaii 5 Hawaii Vice. Oh. Hawaii 5 Hawaii 5-0. That is incorrect. The, the Hawaii 5 was like in the 60s and it came back again way later. Uh, what is it? That is Magnum P.I. That's it, though. I described the right outfit, though, But in you the didn't car. get it right. Uh, but I had the right scene. Yeah. Uh, hey, put Sierra back on. Sierra, are you there still? It's fine. Uh, yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, fine. what part of Oklahoma do you live in? Uh, Norman, oh. Oklahoma City. I've been there many times. I was in Norman a few weeks ago. Played golf down in Norman at the Oklahoma golf course. Got looked at by an Oklahoma trainer because I had an injured leg. Wow. Yeah. That being said, I'm going to give you a chance here to trade. No. Yeah. I I missed one. Amy can go four for four. You can stick with her and she has to go four for four. Or you can go to one of the guys and they can go four for five. Yeah. Ugh. Might want to jump ship. No. Sierra, I just missed one. It's no biggie. The grass is not always greener, so I'm going to stick with Amy. Okay, Amy, Uh-oh. you got to hit four in a row. Love the attitude. Next one. What show ended in 1998? Big finale, 76 million viewers. In the finale, the four friends are made to pay for a crime with one year in prison. The show ends with them in a jail cell. Seinfeld. Correct. That's one. What you guys got now? Yeah, so easy. Okay. Amy. What 1972 war dramedy series was the biggest of all time? Mash. The biggest. Okay, there you go. Correct. Mm-hmm. Is that a good show? It would always come on before wrestling, and I was annoyed. <laughs> Honestly. I've never seen Honestly. it. Yeah, I don't know. It would come on TBS back in the day, and I'd be like, we need to wrap this up because I need to watch Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> He's taking on Sting tonight, and we need to get to that match. Okay, Amy, you need to get two out of two. Mm-hmm. What sitcom ended in 2005? 32 million viewers. It found the main character with a slight medical complication after what was found to be a routine surgery. That allows the family to imagine a world without him. The wife freaks out. The mother freaks out. And the father doesn't really know about it till later. But the doctor walks down and goes, we have a problem. Everybody flips. And they go, okay, never mind. We're all good now. What? That's the entire, that's the final episode of the entire, that show. I just gave you way more than was listed here. They're in the doctor's office. At the office, the hospital. And, and they're waiting in the waiting room. The doctor walks out and goes, hey, um, we, have, we have a problem. The wife freaks out. Oh, my God, oh, my God. The mom freaks out. Oh, my God, oh, my God. And then somebody else comes from the back and goes, well, hold on, we're good. We're st- we've stabilized him. But for a brief second, they all kind of pictured what would happen without him. I don't know. Lunchbox, do you know it? Wasn't even paying attention. You lost me at uh, in the doctor's office. So you office. don't know. Well, he wasn't listening. Well, I really he, wasn't paying attention. He's probably on Facebook talking to his high school no, friends. I was checking he is. <laughs> okay. Let's see. I don't know when this ended. I don't even know that I ever saw Nin- the... Uh, 2005. 2000? I know, but I'm the show that I have in my head. 
It's just like a... I'm giving you a lot of context. Shot in the dark. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm basing it off of. Like, uh, you know, everybody loves Raymond. There's the wife. There's the mom. There's the dad. They all hung out. I don't think I ever saw the finale of that show, so why not? Let's go with it. Everybody loves Raymond? Mm-hmm. Correct. Woo! Let's go. Yeah, that was my guess, but I didn't know that's how it ended. Me neither. Mm-hmm. Amy, it's the final one. How you feel? Feeling good. She might want to jump ship. You might want to check with her. Ready for the final question. Mm-hmm. What iconic show had a dr- dramatic finale in 1991 after 14 seasons? Whoa. Oh. A visiting angel allows characters from the long-running drama to view life as if the main person had never been born. Sad. Okay. Okay. Ah. Okay. Why do I have... Okay. I'm talking things out. Quantum Leap is in my head, but I don't know that that's an angel. He would 1991 like... after 14 seasons, so that means it started in the 70s. Okay, 70s. Touched by an angel. A visiting angel allows characters from the long-running drama to view life as if J.R. had never been born. Oh, come on. A little context there for you. Okay. A little, little extra hint. Dallas. Correct. Woo! Wow! Nice job. She did it. Good job, Amy. She did it. She did it. Sierra, Amy is the winner. Good job. The Yay! grass is not always greener. How do you feel, Sierra? I feel like a winner today. Because you and are. If you guys ever have a chance to play for a signed copy of Family the Dog for my daughter. You can have one of those, too. Yeah, know. We'll send you a sonic card and a son- Amy, are you giving away my book and my yes. signature? Yeah. You're allowed. He'll sign okay. it now. Hey, yeah, I'll send you a book, Sierra. I'll send you that and a Sonic gift card. Oh, my daughter will love that. Thank you so yeah. much. What's her name? Um, Emerson. I have one already signed here to Michael. Can I just send you that one? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, so we'll put you on hold and get you the Sonic gift card, and we will get you a signed Stanley the Dog in the first day of school book, okay? Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Go, f- Amy. Thank, thank you. For, you. Thank you for listening. Thanks for believing in me. Thank you for believing in Amy. <laughs> All right, let's play this. We'll sign the book. By the way, get a copy of Stanley the Dog, the first day of school, right now on Amazon or wherever you buy your books. Someone sent me a picture from like the Los Angeles airport, a picture of the book. And it still blows my mind that people was, like outside of my 50 miles <laughs> even sees the book. It was what? Oh, it sold at the LA airport? Yeah. LA? Wow. So I said, uh, it's a real book. I don't know why that's crazy to me, but it's still people <laughs> send me pictures. That's pretty cool. And I'm like, it's in a store? That's crazy. Hey, Ramundo, where'd you see a country artist spending a bunch of money in Colorado? Like what? Was it a platform, social platform? Or yeah, it was on Instagram. Oh, uh, okay. So you see them doing what? Yes, yeah, so they're at a resort, and I, I would say that they're country artists. I'm not going to name them, but they're probably a C or D list. Okay. So, by the way, I don't want because I say that too sometimes. Like it's a B list. I don't mean that's not bad. A is Garth, McGraw, Chesney. B is, and you can go down to like the next level that's still wildly big. C is pretty big. So D got a hit or two. Yeah, and very new on the scene too. Got it. Okay, so you're, they're there. All right, resort, veil, all that, and then there's all these Instagram pictures of the food they were getting. I'm talking fish on fire. There was caviar. At least eight people at the table all eating this fine dining five star Michelin type food. And so my question was, who is paying for this? So you think because they are, as you refer to them as a D-list artist, C-list artist, whatever. That they don't have the money for that? Well, I'm asking, are they making that much Well, I don't touring? know who you're talking about, but I will say this, that a lot of times if you go to a place and you will showcase it, they'll cover a lot of it Hook if you it have a, de- a decent following. How many followers do they have? Uh, it's similar to me, 100,000. 
But they could be at a wedding, too, or something, you know, like a special event where they're not paying for it. Mm-hmm. Have they written other songs for other? Can you write who it is? And I, I could probably give you some insight. <laughs> I can tell you in your ear. Yeah, tell me my ear. How in the world are they paying for that? That's what I'm saying. Oh, really? Here, tell me my ear. Tell me my ear. It's got to be something. This, yeah, there's no way. We'll read well, your lips. I believe there was a label person also involved okay, in so the Okay, so it could have been go. like a getaway where the label was paying and they're like, like uh, you know, streaming people, radio people. Yeah, I know, bro. <laughs> you know. I was blown away because I, I know that maybe, I. Maybe come from family money too. That happens a lot. People that are artists, for the most part, either mm-hmm. are very poor and they have nothing to lose. So they go and they work in an industry that is just terrible and difficult and crazy to make it. Because who cares? This is my dream. I got nothing to lose. Or they have all the money in the world and family money. And who cares? They can go do it because they have family money. It's usually only those two. There's, okay. there's some middle. That's crazy. <laughs> that's that's got to be family money, bro. All right. That's all. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> Dang. All right. Well, too bad you guys don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hey, tell so us in our ear. Come on. Nah. Right. That's up to Ray. He can <laughs> tell you if he wants to. Hey, put an envelope. We'll, we'll seal it. But, I don't no, care no, that no, we're not All the Ray's other yeah. stuff. All right, coming up, Amy's pile of stories. Amy, what do you have over there? I have the rudest things that you can do at someone else's house. You're okay. going to make sure you don't do them. A pregnant wife asked her husband to abstain from something, and he wasn't happy about it. And I have the celebrities that we would vote for for president. Hey, Ray, did she tag the place? I said she. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Did she tag the place? 50%. It was the city they were in, but never really the resort name. Hmm. I mean, then she must have some money from somewhere, or they're paying for it. For her. Good for her. If you have, listen, if you were just a social media influencer, generally the rule is if you have a thousand followers, you should be able to make a thousand bucks a year off your social media if you do it right. Huh? Oh, for sure. So what? One hundred percent. So then it, that that trend continues. Like if you've got yeah, for the most, it's like dog years. It's seven 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 six 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 five five four four. Yes. Generally. Interesting. So I should make a couple mil? Yeah, but I think the company probably owns the rights to that of yours. <laughs> oh, damn. No, they don't. I think they do. Mm. Unless, yeah. <laughs> I had my people take a look at it. I think they do. Is your, your people, people you, the same people that call in as your agent? <laughs> Nico Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's Amy's pile of stories. An etiquette expert put out a list of the rudest things you can do at someone else's house. Oh, I would say... It's not rude, but it feels rude while you're doing it. Hit him with the number two in their bathroom. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, I just have to. I don't. I, I didn't want to. I didn't have. But, that feels rude, but it's not rude. I'd like to say that. Okay. Because yeah. yeah, that's not on here. Yeah, go ahead. Moving things around, like just because you, you think like, what? oh, maybe this chair would look better over if here. If someone ever did that at my house, get I, out. I would laugh because it's so bizarre. <laughs> hey. Now, my sister came to visit and she rearranged my Tupperware and plates in a, a more better way. Like I woke up to it and she's your like, I just sister. thought your kitchen would be better. It'd flow better this way. I was it's like, thank right. you. But it's your sister too. Yeah. Like that's yeah. different than, you know, somebody coming over. Okay, what else? Overstaying, you're welcome. Any kind of snooping, bringing an uninvited plus one. <laughs> well, the snooping thing, let me go back to that. Nobody okay. goes into our bedroom bathroom. So you can snoop all you want in like the general space. The bathroom by the living room. There's so a ba- that's you know. fair game? There's nothing in there. There's a weird black urinal oh, that people yeah. before me had. Our house has got some really weird things. It's like a nightclub From urinal. the guy before. There's a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I would snoop at our house. It's so bizarre in some places. But, you know, anything in like the main cabinet in the bathroom, that's kind of fair game. That's kind of public domain. What else you got? Uh, bringing an uninvited plus one. 
Yeah, that's weird. You who, can check ahead. Like, but who would ahead. do that? Who would just show up with someone? Well, I feel like, like Ray a, would do that. You got invited somewhere, and then you've got a friend that's him in town. and South Beach show up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Buddy yeah. South that Beach. was South Beach all the time. Yeah, it, it just show up constantly. <laughs> him and another dude in a tank top. Expecting a tour. Ray would show up. We had a Wii once. I had a Wii party, and him and South. I was like, Ray, you should come over. We're gonna play Wii. It was new, and he showed up with South Beach, his buddy. <laughs> and I was like, bro, <laughs> we don't have enough controllers. He's like, he'll just sit in the corner. And watch. I was like, yeah, it's South Beach. That's what he does. <laughs> Yeah, weird. What else? Uh, expecting a tour. Like showing up to someone's house and then being like, hey, can you show me around? I'd love to see the whole thing. And That's rude. Well, I g- maybe if they're not planning on giving you a tour. I guess if they- I know somebody's coming over, I feel like it's customary to go, hey, if you've never been here, do you want to see the house? I never want to see anybody's house for the record. If I go to anybody's house, I never want the tour. I'm going to be honest. I don't care. Oh. But I always feel like, and I don't want to give anybody a tour, but I'm like, okay, clean the toilet because we got some people coming over. They might want a tour. They were going to want a tour. <laughs> and they may, may want to lift the lid. So, yeah. Okay, what else? Okay, thoughts on this husband that canceled a vacation with his pregnant wife after she asked him, hey, when we go on this trip, since I'm pregnant, I can't drink, so I'd really like for you not to drink either. And he's like, okay, forget it. We're not going on the trip. That's tough. That's really I, tough. It's tough to ask me that because I don't drink. Now, I prefer everybody drink around me because I don't want anybody acting different. And sometimes, if I don't know them well, I will fake that I'm drinking. So, I would never ask anyone that. So I don't know what it's like to be a drinker and be told, hey, don't drink. Well, Eddie, Eddie and Lunchbox have My wife wives. never told me don't drink because she couldn't drink. Yeah, never. She just said, I'll drive. That's That's, right. that's a perk of having a pregnant yeah, wife. Yeah, that's what... <laughs> absolutely. She's a DD. They chose, try to keep their ladies hey, pregnant. Hey, she chose to get pregnant. Because <laughs> right? they have all DDs. No, I didn't she say chose. that. <laughs> okay. What? That's weird. I don't like it. You're asking me how I feel. I think I don't like it. I don't either. I You're going to cancel like- a trip that she wants to be... But also... I don't know what happened where she doesn't want him to drink. I don't know if he gets out of control. Ah, that could be a lot it. of things. But if he doesn't, that's if she's just going, "Well, I can't, so you can't." That's also weird. But I don't think I'd cancel the trip. Yeah. Okay, so I have who the number one celebrity is that we would vote for for president. Let me think about this. And Ooh, I'll, okay. I got it. Well, I think The Rock is up there because he's talked about it and he's universally loved. Yeah. I think people like The Rock because he's friendly, he's motivational, he doesn't really pick a side. Uh, he picked a side a little bit in the last election, but not so much that. I think it may it turn people off. Who, who do you have? Okay, well, The Rock is in at number five. Keanu Reeves at four. Tom He's Canadian. Good luck. Oh, he is? Yeah, good luck. Well, that won't work. Uh, Tom yeah. Hanks at three. Morgan That's Freeman mine. at two. But they're really... Well, I guess the other two presidents have been really old, too, so I guess it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> They've been really old. Our last two presidents have been like 100. Yeah, yeah. very. Yeah, cool. go ahead. Uh, we're electing presidents that we wouldn't... That we would go, you know what? Maybe we should not give them a driver's license if they're just normal people. That's a great point. But we're, we're, we're voting for people to lead our country. That If we sat and were asked, hey, should um 80-year-old just be able to drive willy-nilly and not get rechecked? We go, no, I think an 80-year-old should get rechecked for a license. Because, again, you start to your body starts to fall off and your vision goes. We go like, yeah, we think there should be a rule to get rechecked. Yeah, we're like, here's a big button. Push it and blow the world up if, <laughs> if you want. It's, it's, a, it's a bizarre thing. What else? Uh, well, the number one spot, I just thought it was cool because it is Dolly Parton. That's the only one I agree with, even though she's 76. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, totally, <laughs> totally down with that. Yeah, the Keanu thing, you can't be president of America, the United States, if you weren't born here. But what about Arnold? He was governor. He was governor. Amy, he- okay, we have a problem here. Amy thought Arnold was president. No, oh, I didn't. Amy. Oh, Amy. I thought he was going to run for president at one point in time. Okay, yeah. that's my question. I, Austria. I know he was not president. In your, in your world, he might have been president. No, he wasn't. Amy. I just thought he was going to run. <laughs> I thought once you lived in America a certain amount of time, Mm-mm. fair game. Nope. nope. That, that'd get us in trouble probably <laughs> in some different way. All right, is that it? Yep. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. 
So it was World Mental Health Day, and this hairstylist, Brittany Bott, was like, how can I help people that might be struggling mentally? She's like, well, I do know how to do hair, and when you get your hair done, it makes you feel good. So she basically put an open call out to her whole community and said, hey, if you need your hair washed, if you need it styled, if you need it blow-dried, braided, come in, sit in my chair, I'll do it. And she said that, you know, she's not a mental health expert. She can't offer advice, but she can be a good listener. So as they would sit there and get their hair done, they're feeling good, maybe they open up and talk to her and get some stuff out. And here's a clip of Brittany um, talking about why she likes helping people. Something about it, I like making people feel good about themselves and see what everyone else sees, who they are on the inside, but they can see it from the outside. I like it that she's listening to people because when I go to my hairstylist it's not even as serious or as good as I'm like do they want to hear me talk sometimes I don't want to talk at all and I'm like do they expect me to talk you know what you almost wish you could check a box when you go in like what do you want because once you went in for a massage and they were like how much talking do you want yeah. yeah, I mean, it was like no talking at all. And then I think one of the options was talk my face off. And I was like, not that. <laughs> not, not while I'm getting a massage. I love the reason she's doing it, right? That's, if anything, it's an example of, hey, you should like communicate with folks. Like tell them, I got you. You got me. Let's talk about mental health. Uh, so that's great. But also it's like, what should we do with our hairstylist? Do they want us? Because they have the same questions every time. So I've seen a movie lately. And you know they've asked that 12 times that day. <laughs> so that's a great story, though. I like it. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and to ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. When it comes to making cool graphics, I'm not very good at it. But every once in a while, if you see me do something and I'm like, I made this. And you're like, I bet he hired someone. Nope. The truth is, I, I use Canva because you can take a dumb dumb like me that doesn't know a lot about graphic design. And because of the templates already built in, you can do things that look super cool. You can do like Mike D, who does know a bit about it. And it looks even cooler. Like, what do you use yours for? You can do it to make a pitch deck. And it looks like it took like a million hours to make. Then like five minutes. And that's because a lot of the templates are already there. You can just build into it. Yeah, it's so quick. So supercharge your work docs. With MagicWrite, which is Canva's AI text generator as well, just start with a prompt. Describe what you want to say in a few words. MagicWrite will generate a draft in seconds. Tweak your draft, and then you're done. And tweaking it means just go ahead and read it make sure it's like in your words. Or in my case, make sure you misspell something, right? Yeah. So tweak it. It's a serious time saver. It's a perfect way to beat the blank page. MagicWrite is powered by OpenAI. It's built into the Canva doc, so you get AI text generation right where you need it, where you write. No more copying and pasting from other programs. And again, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Canva will make you look like the smartest, greatest graphic designer of all time. So it's a perfect time saver. It's perfect if you're doing a presentation. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with using a stunning template. Use it as a springboard for your design. Start designing today at canva.com. 
designed for work. All right. If you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots. And Tacova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. I've loved my Tacovas. Anytime I wear them or I get a new pair, they feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself, and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. So adult life can start with a lot of financial ups and downs, and it can seem like a lot more downs than ups at first. You know, people can make mistakes and buy things that they can't afford sometimes, and then that's where Intuit comes into play. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products from Intuit. Products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Taking finances into your own hands can help turn things around, even helping save money to rent a first apartment or a home. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. So whether you're trying to manage your money or you're trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so that you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com. That's Intuit.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. It's my honor to share this with you. According to some scientists, if you need help waking up in the morning, eat chocolate. Oh, yeah. It's my honor to share that with you. Yeah, it's great Man. news. I was very excited to share that with everybody. <laughs> the research shows that chocolate's mix of fat, sugar, and caffeine cues the brain Hey, get up, fat boy. I love that. Wait, what? no, just get up. No, but it tells the brain, hey, get up, fat boy. <laughs> My brain's definitely a fat boy in there. It always oh, wants stuff. Sure. It's like, what can I have? How much of it can I have? I got to like have a conversation with my brain and be like, yo. <laughs> Your brain's fat. Oh, mine's mine's my, really fat too. Yeah, my brain's a fat boy sitting on the couch, watching 90 sitcoms. <laughs> Doing nothing. Mount, three liter of Mountain Dew. <laughs> it knows what it knows and knows what it loves. All right, chocolate in the morning. I'm not saying eat a lot of it. I'm saying scientists said that. All right, time to go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. What do you call a chicken that skateboards? What do you call a chicken that skateboards? Shredded chicken. Because <laughs> they shred on the board. Shredded chicken. Yeah. I, I heard Mike D laugh. <laughs> that was the morning corny. Oof. You like that, that one? A tough one, yeah. <laughs> A 13-year-old kid in Texas accidentally swallowed a squeaker and a dog toy. Mm. He was trying to annoy his mom with, like, eh, like bite on it. Oh, my gosh. And so every time he breathed in or laughed after he swallowed it, it squeaked. Do you want to hear this clip? <laughs> yes. yes. It's, in a, it's in his body. And even the doctors were laughing at it because it's he wasn't going to die. Here you go. He's sitting there annoying me with this dog toy. I get a two-liter bottle, and I'm like, Jonathan, I'm going to hit you if you don't stop. And when I go to grab it, it's empty. And he ducks, 
and he swallows it. He was like king of the hospital. All the doctors and nurses would go in there and be like, hey, can you make the noise for us? (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. It shouldn't be. It's hilarious. Luckily, he's okay. Yeah, it shouldn't be. That's so funny. There's a movie called Terrifier 2. It's in theaters now, and it's making people pass out in the theater. People are reporting, passing out because they get so disturbed by it. It is sitting at 91% positive on Rotten Tomatoes, though, which is crazy because usually movies like this are just made to only do this, and they do this so they get a little bit of press, so it makes a little bit of money, but the movie's terrible. Not the case here, apparently. I don't remember Terrifier 1, if I'm being honest. Neither do I. (laughs) Never heard of that. Yeah. Terrifier 2 follows the story of Art the Clown as he haunts a teenage girl and her brother on Halloween. Parts of the film are said to feature many gory and violent scenes, some of which led to theaters having to call 911 because people get sick and pass out while watching the movie. Andrew Liming took to Twitter. The story says, after watching the film, he said, my friend passed out and the theater called an ambulance. Highly recommend. Highly (laughs) Highly recommend. recommend. (laughs) That's hilarious. Hey, Mike, you've seen part one. There's Terrifier 1. Yeah, Terrifier 1's really good. It's very brutal. It makes every other horror movie look like Barney and Friends. I never even heard of Terrifier 1. I'm not going to watch one or two. And it makes them look like Barney and Friends. It's like graphic gory. Yeah, very graphic. Oh. The the kill scenes are very brutal. But are they like? No. It's like, like dopey, it, gra- like no, it's oh. like realistic. Um. Okay. So Mike's seen Terrifier one, but not Terrifier two. I haven't had a chance yet. But you would go watch this, so I don't want to send Mike will go anyway. Oh, it's on my list. So yeah, I'm like it's go like watch it. That's like a Tuesday, yeah. or it's like a Sunday after church. You'll swing by and watch Terrifier two. So I don't do scary movies at all. They give me nightmares, crazy nightmares. Always have. I couldn't read Twilight because I got nightmares. Is anyone volunteering to go watch Terrifier 2? I'll pay for the movie. Nobody wants to go? Okay, okay. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I'd uh, rather not. I'd <laughs> rather not. Uh, the first one's about a clown stalking, killing women. 90 minutes. And part two, the clown comes back to kill on Halloween. Part two is two hours and 30 minutes. Holy oh crap. Wow, well, they got I'd pass out. It's yeah. just that long. <laughs> they got a lot I gotta of pee. <laughs> I can't go, so I pass out. What? I get, they got ambitious with the length. And the first one, only 56% on Rotten Tomatoes. How do they get that bad of a movie to sign? You know what? We should make a second one. Uh, people buying it, renting it, streaming it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's... Rotten Tomatoes isn't always... Yeah. Like, I mean, they make I mean it's pretty spot on, though. <sighs> okay, so do we... Who would be open to spinning the wheel, meaning they probably wouldn't have to do it, but someone would? I'd do that. I like that. But, but I'd why? Do but, but wait, 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 wait. Why we, no, 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 we shouldn't do that. I would like to spin the wheel. No, 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 because he's means, going to offer us money. No, just, no, 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 there's no yeah. money in this one. Okay, no But mind. that means someone will have to do it, and you'll get to laugh as they go, and yeah. odds are it won't be you. Yeah, I like that. That's what I like about it. So who will go on the wheel? If you go on the wheel, if you just go on the wheel, 10 bucks. I'm in. Okay. Wait, you do it for $10, Amy? On the wheel. That's money. You don't have, you take money, you do have to do anything. Yeah. Is everyone going to go on the wheel? I don't. Eddie, for ten dollars, Eddie, you were Amy, just you're like in? five seconds ago. You're going to go on the wheel for no money. I thought everyone would be on the wheel. Are you going to be on the wheel? Ten dollars. Just, just to be on the wheel. All right, I'm in. Okay, two lunchbox. I'm in. Three Morgan. Ten bucks on the wheel. No, I'm like you. I I cannot handle scary movies at all. Ten dollars, my Ray. Guys. I mean, I'll do it. Do you want me to fake screams when I'm at the movie? No, no. If you watch it and go nothing to it, great. Okay. Well, oh no, the goal you know is to what? See if you pass out. Yeah, Ten bucks on the wheel. You're, you're already committed, Eddie. No, you know what? No, no, no. Ray? I'm saying uh, Ray thinks he's so tough. He's already oh, no. fake. I know. Uh, scuba. Yeah, I'm in for ten bucks. Ten bucks. Morgan, twenty-five bucks on the wheel. Oh wait, wait, I'm out. No, no, you're already in. All you guys are in. Morgan, twenty-five bucks on the wheel. Fine. Fine. We're idiots. We're so stupid, guys. We could have got 25. We set up for 10. I'm actually scared, though. I'm actually terrified. One, two, three, four. There's six of you on the wheel. So 
five of you are going to make money and don't have to do anything. That's what I'm talking about. So you want to spin the wheel next? What's yes. it rated? Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Uh, uh, PG-13. Yeah. <laughs> it, really? No. <laughs> Are you kidding? Like, what do you think it's That was rated? such a ridiculous question. Lunchbox and I both hit the same joke. <laughs> okay. I didn't know if I could take my daughter. No. She, her favorite genre is horror. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know, Amy. I, don't, I, I would imagine it's like a really hard R, Mike, or, or no rating. But is it just because of blood? Just because violence. Hard R, that's usually X, isn't it? Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, 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 no. NC-17. Eddie, there's oh. no such thing as X. There isn't? No, a movie that's theater doesn't X, go rated X, X. X. Oh. That's the truck stops you drive by. Yeah, yeah. weirdo. <laughs> okay. And we hope you're just driving by. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I guess back in like the 70s. <laughs> uh, I remember X, rated X movies. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> you're such a weirdo. We're going to uh, load up the wheel. We'll spin it. We'll see who's going to go watch a movie. Okay? There's a movie in theaters, and... If you go watch it, you might pass out. A lot of people are calling 911 because the movie is, it's a horror movie, and it's so violent, and it's a clown who's killing people, that ambulances are showing up and taking people to the hospital. And so there are all these accounts of people saying, hey, we saw the movie, somebody passed out in the theater. Now it's here in town, and we're going to spin the wheel, and whoever lands on has to go watch the movie. Oh, oh boy. Now, the good thing for you guys is I paid every single one of you to be on the wheel. Yes. So most of you get paid and have to do nothing. And we oh. still don't have to pay for the movie. Correct. When do we get we... the money? That's a great <laughs> point. A lot of questions here. <laughs> Amy, great point. I will great point. I will Venmo it all to you as soon as this segment is over. Okay. okay. Do you want it all now? Yeah. Yes. Before we do it? That would make me feel better. If 25 bucks. Cash. No, no, you don't get 25. Uh, let me just Venmo everybody. Uh. Okay, so up first on the Venmo. Venmo list is Amy. Congrats, right, Amy. Amy. Ten, ten bucks to Amy. We should have held out, guys. We yeah, were... more, yeah, Morgan held out. All right, ten bucks, Amy. You have been paid. Boom. I'm not doing this on the air. You Check all my get email. Okay. Okay, here we go. So we can do the thing where if it lands on you, you're, you're free. Oh. Oh. Oh, I like. Ooh, I don't oh, know. I don't, I don't know, know if I like that. I don't that. know if I like that. I don't know. The movie gets I like a, that. The movie gets a 91% positive score. So I got it. Money's locked in. I'm in. Horror people like this movie. Oh, man. But it's also two hours and 30 minutes long. That's a long movie. Lunchbox, you have been paid. Yeah! I've been bin mode. Why'd hey, you say it like that? Yeah, that sounds weird. Go ahead. I don't know. Hey, uh, I, I like, I'd rather do the one spin. We want to vote, guys? I, I vote. Don't care. If it lands on you, you're taking off the wheel. We keep going. That's what you vote? Yeah. Okay, so you want it to land on you on this first one. Yeah, right? I, I, I vote that. Okay, here we go. Uh, Let's spin that wheel! Come on, me! Come on, me! Whoever oh, it lands on, that's it not, is Scuba. Scuba, uh, you're free. That's collect, your, collect your cash. And, oh, well, thank you. Yeah, you got your free money. I don't like this. You do not have to go. Win-win. Okay, the next one. If it lands on you, you lose. Oh, oh no! Oh, okay, no. let's no. go. Oh no! I like it. Oh no! I saw I'm in pain. Uh. You know what? Switch up. If it lands on you, you win. You're off yeah! the wheel. Here we go. Let's spin, spin that wheel. wheel! Come on, me! Come on, me! You're Come off on the wheel. Me. If it lands go. on you, oh, that's me. No, Raymundo. Oh, yeah. You're off the wheel, buddy. I, oh my god! Can you take that magnet off? Because that was right next to the spot it landed last time. What magnet? My well, next I mean, one. Obviously, it's right there in that spot. The next one you lose. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, like just finish. Who's left? Oh, Me. All of us. Me. No, not everybody. Amy. In the room. Lunchbox. Eddie. And Morgan. Yeah. Mm. Notice how the glass room, the ones that set this up, they oh. happen to land on I'll tell you on what, there. if it lands on you, you're off the wheel. What? Oh. Oh. You're off the wheel. Let's spin, spin that wheel. wheel. You want it to land on you, you this on time. Me. You want it. We want it on me. Stop it. It is. That's me. Amy. That's Eddie. me. Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. 
We should have gone the other way. You guys, I was so scared. So thank you. Oh Eddie, you're off thank the wheel. You. Let's that was go. one notch. No. And one I notch made, for hey, me. And I made 10 bucks. You did. <laughs> a, a free 10. Uh. Let's go. So it's. Amy, Lunchbox, and Morgan will go have to watch the movie that makes you pass out in the theater. It's so scary. This is okay. My eyes are sweating. I do not want to watch this. By when? How long do we have? Well, it's Halloween's in like. Isn't the hour two, the movie two hours? Two and a half hours long, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, you got to watch the whole thing. Oh, my gosh, it's going to be Amy. Why are, you, why are you putting that it's out? You know what? I'll tell you what. We'll spin it. You'll win if it lands on you. <laughs> you win? win. You're in. You're off the wheel. All right. You want it to land on you. Let's go. Wheel. Let's spin that wheel. Come on. Amy. Good karma for Oh, no. Yeah. Lunchbox is off the wheel. Lunchbox is off the wheel. He said good karma for daddy. You're off. Yeah. Oh good karma God. for daddy. That's all you had to say, and what? it works. Stop saying daddy. Oh, that's so God. whoever acts, if you say good karma for daddy, you'll get it. All, you'll win. Amy, Amy, do you want to say good karma for daddy? <laughs> I don't know. Just try it, Amy. Morgan, do you want to say good karma? I, for I don't. I do not. <laughs> all right, try. I, I mean, hey, if it works. Hey, one of you guys better try it because it's gonna work. It did work. Okay. okay, so now whoever lands on is the loser. Okay, oh, you better say it, Amy. Before it spins, you got to say good karma. Last for daddy. Last chance. Okay. You want to say good karma for daddy? Uh, when you spin it. Okay, if it lands on you, you lose, and you have to go watch the movie. Oh, okay. boy! You say I'm it. shaking. I don't want to see this movie. Okay, go. Whoa, easy. Oh, feisty. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's spin, spin that wheel. Good karma for daddy. <laughs> <laughs> if it lands on you, you lose. Uh-oh. Daddy, Uh-oh. daddy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Amy. Oh, what did I tell you, Amy? Amy. No, Amy's the loser, guys. You're, You're the just, loser. Yeah, Oh, oh, Lunchbox, you idiot. You said it and made it land on it. I thought, yeah, I know. I thought that meant. (laughs) Amy, Amy, look at me. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Yeah. Oh, Oh, no. I thought it was supposed to land on him for the. Amy, Amy. you have to go. Okay. Amy, this could be traumatic. Amy, you should have never said good karma for daddy. (laughs) You tricked her. I I, I tricked myself. Okay. Amy, you lost. When's the deadline? I need, I'm going to need substantial time. Halloween. Okay. You know what? Amy, you can do this. You can do it. Mm-hmm. You got it. Can Amy. I take my daughter? That's well, up that, to that's, you. That's You're her mom. Why would you know. do I'm that? I'm not saying yes, and she ends up traumatized for her whole yeah, life. Yeah, Amy, that's a terrible idea. But this is her. This, this is her wheelhouse. This movie's called Terrifier Two. It's so scary and gory that people are passing out in the theater, and Amy will not go. Where is it? Is it even being? Is it shown at the yeah. Yeah, nice the movie normal, theater? Yeah. With the Why does that mean nice? Now all of a sudden, Amy needs like. No, no, no. no. I don't hey, know if they're Beyonce, showing this Beyonce, in some... relax. You go to wherever it's showing. Don't watch it in the ones where you can eat. That wouldn't be good. Okay, Amy will now go, and she has basically two weeks to watch Terrifier 2. Okay. And no noon showings. It has to be in nighttime. That's not, no. Yes. You gotta walk in the parking lot. The late, the late one. I can't, what? I have children. <laughs> well, she has to walk to her car by herself. No. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm an Uber. Uh-huh. Okay. Amy has to go watch this movie. We're good, right, everybody? Yeah, yeah. yeah we're yeah. great. All right, good job. Yeah. Everybody got paid, and Amy has to go and be traumatized. <laughs> we'll get a report soon, okay? Okay. We want to go over to Tammy in Springfield, Missouri, who's on the phone. And if you just turned us on today, you missed a, you know, a whale of a segment. <laughs> it's a big one. Everybody got paid to get on this wheel, spun it, and Amy ended up losing, and she has to go watch Terrifier Two. The movie they're saying makes people pass out in the theater <laughs> because it's so gory. It's made some people pass out, not everybody, but she lost and now she has to go. I never heard of Terrifier 1. Mike D obviously has seen it. He's movie Mike. Hey, Tammy, what do you think about Terrifier 2? Hi, guys. Um, I am actually a big horror movie fan, um, so I've watched just about anything that comes out. 
So I did see the first one, and I was excited to see the second one. And I had to find a theater that was showing it in a time I could go see it because it is limited showing. Um, but it is definitely very, very graphic and gory. So, Amy, I'm sorry that you lost. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I would definitely, I don't think that you could take your daughter. I think you mentioned that. Um, I think there is the age limit on it, but um, it is definitely not something for children to see. Okay. Yeah. Would someone on this show go with her for a price? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. How much are we talking? Well, you guys can negotiate that off the show. I don't know what Amy's even thinking. Uh, wait, I have to pay him? Yeah. No, no. I go by yourself? They're I'm, helping you, though, Amy. The, I lost so much money when I had paid him to take the scary or, doll away from me. Or did you me. gain so much freedom? Or did you not die? <laughs> the haunted you gain doll. A life? Just something to think about. Like, I know you don't want to go by yourself. Okay, $10. Okay, you paid he, me to. He ain't doing that. All right, cool. I'm busy. All right. Okay, hey, 50. Tammy, thank you for that call. And, you know, let us, let us know that that's the real deal. It's super scary. You had nightmares, and that's it, huh? Right. Bad, bad news. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Bye, Tammy. Okay. See you later. Yeah, it's going to be tough for Amy. And the movie's like nine hours long. Uh, yeah, yeah. It is. And so you need to take a picture at the theater, even when it starts, so we know you're not streaming it at home. Oh, yeah, because you can. I saw that. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> no, not hmm. You lost <laughs> the bet. Can I pay to see it at home? No, we need to see picture <laughs> pre, sneak your phone up, take one in the middle. Okay. And then take one at the end. Okay. In the theater. Okay. Because you went, hmm. You know what? I trust yeah, yeah, yeah. until she hit me with the hmm. <laughs> All right, time for the news. Bobby's Big Stories. From one poll, the survey, a majority of people wake up feeling less than a great version of themselves, meaning when you wake up, you kind of feel like crap. The reasons are stress, night terrors, and waking up with bedhead and bad breath. It takes an average of 33 minutes before people finally feel human. So my question to the room is, you wake up in the morning, how long until you actually feel like you feel the rest of the day? Amy? Yeah, I would say about 20 minutes. Eddie? Uh, no, 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 like an hour. Let's I have talk. to be in the car. Uh, six minutes. I jump in the shower, boom. Wake, let's go. I'd say about four hours. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Uh, yeah, for sure. Because I'm not built for mornings. <laughs> yeah. I need some sort of award for being able to do it this long, being miserable every single day for the first four hours of the day. My body clock wakes up around noon. If I could sleep every day, I would wake up at noon and go to bed at four in the morning. That'd be awesome. It'd be the greatest. That's terrible. <laughs> I love mornings. Oh, man. I, you know, I wish it didn't go. I wish there were just afternoons, evenings, and nights. Oh, and no mornings. And then you go to sleep at night and you wake up and it's afternoon. <laughs> no morning, if you ask me. All right, next up from the New York Daily News Ohio State University researchers studied 1,500 college drinkers and found that they were surprisingly good at moderating alcohol intake when surprised to college culture a decade ago. Basically, college kids drink more responsibly nowadays. The participants were asked ahead of time what source, what sort of buzz they wanted. Data revealed that once students, for the most part, hit that level, they changed the pace of their drinking. That's great. Finding they were the most responsible decade mm, wow. since this study has started over four decades ago. We're maturing. Good job, guys. Yeah. Now listen, I think this new Gen Z... They care about the environment. They care about human rights. And apparently, they know their limits in drinking. Seems to be a pretty good <laughs> yeah, little group man. of folks here. There'll still be some serial killers in it. Don't worry. <laughs> but it seems to be a pretty there good little group. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, here you go from the Daily Mail. A uh, new way to cheat. A law student etched answers to exam questions onto his pens. A law student went to extreme lengths to cheat on his exams by writing answers really small on his pens. 
they confiscated them. The professor did. And she displayed 11 pins. It almost looks like drugs whenever they, the they cops arrest, they line up all the drugs. <laughs> and there's tiny etching all across the plastic body of the pins. And so, the I mean, it, it's so tiny. Guys, it looks like... Yeah, was the teacher tipped so, off? How would you know? Well, the pins look like there's like dots all over it. Yeah. Mm. But it's so tiny that all the work being put into writing it on it, you could have probably done that work to learn what... It's like people who make a radio in prison out of bologna and a noodle. You're like, actually, I learned the frequency of a b- the bologna meat. And I'm like, bro, why don't you do that out in the, the real world? You could have been a millionaire. And so, ever been caught cheating, ever cheated at a big level in school? Oh, I, I got caught cheating all the time in high school. One time it was a government test. It was the last uh, final. And we had a substitute. And I was like, oh, great. And we had all the answers beforehand. They gave us the test. All we had to do was memorize them. I was like, man, I had to just write 100 answers down on little squares. And the teacher caught me. I had it under my my leg and I was just like and he was just staring at me so it was an easier test to begin with and you still felt like you needed to cheat yeah because it was easier you felt like you needed to cheat well no no I had the answers and I was like instead of memorizing them I'll just write them down on a little piece of paper it's so easy and the guy parked in front of me wanted to borrow them so I, we were passing them back and forth classic park <laughs> and of course the teacher sees me and so I just sat there and he stared at me and I had no chance to like get him I had to come the next day after school was out and help the teacher take down the stuff in the classroom so he wouldn't fail me and you, but you didn't get, you didn't fail. I didn't fail. Thank goodness. I thought about eating. That's a Disney them. movie right there. I thought oh, about yeah. eating them, but yeah, that's that's what you do if you have something around a piece of paper. Oh. You eat it, then you swallow it. How are they gonna prove it was there? You're crazy. You're hallucinating. I never had anything. Oh. <laughs> you burp. <Yeah. laughs> Eddie, ever get caught cheating? Nah, I, well, cheat? I, I did cheat a oh, lot, who but didn't I never. Cheat? Yeah, I, che- I cheated a lot. I but... never. Che- I didn't cheat. You didn't have to. No, but I didn't. Yeah, like, but I could have. But you didn't also didn't have but to. People probably cheated off of you. Uh, for sure. Yeah, but I knew. Yeah, so. And I would make money off of so it. So did we all cheat except so I guess, for you? Well, listen, I guess I'm involved too. Because yeah. I needed a way You're to make money. You're an accomplice. Yeah, oh, yeah. I let people cheat off me mm-hmm. and I charge them. So I think I'm just as guilty. You cheater. I know. <laughs> I know. I cheated in sports. Uh, huh? How do you do that? In district tournament, act like a ball hit me. Bases loaded. End of the game. Ball never touched me. I ran to first. We won the game. Wow. Ball hit the dirt like six inches before me. It's like I grabbed my ankle. Fell down. They're like, oh, go to first. Yep, game over. We win. Ball what? didn't touch me. I'll admit it now. That's good cheating, though. Yeah, that's not cheating. Yeah. That's trying. That's it. Uh, from the Daily Mail, a shocking moment. A furious woman hurls a bottle at an airline passenger, then launches a foul-mouthed rant as all the flight attendants run over, and they're like, hey, we just asked you to take your dog off your knees because you can't keep stuff on your, on your legs when you go up and go down. You know why that is? Because if something happens on the up or the down, which are, uh, as far as percentages go, the two places that an accident might happen on an airplane, going up and going down. When you're up in the air chilling, you have some turbulence, but you're all good. But going up and going down, that's why you can't have bags at your feet either because you got to clear. Okay, something happens. you got to clear and get out of there. But she's got a dog on her legs. And they're saying, hey, you can't put the, put the dog in this little crate there. And she went into all – she has, like, pigtails. She's yeah. it's straight Pippi Longstocking going nuts. <laughs> Did you watch it? Yes. It, I mean, she starts throwing water bottles, punches. I mean, all because of her stupid little dog. I, I don't understand. more going on. <laughs> yeah, I think it's more than just a dog. Yeah. Yeah. She, and she uses some uh, choice words, the bombs I can't say. Mm-hmm. Um, well, here you're not going to – be charged with, as a terrorist, but yeah. <laughs> no, 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 like, no, no, not like bomb, like, like the F curse. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. what I was trying to say. Oh, okay. Uh, from the Huffington Post, lifting weights can help you live longer. People who lift weights once or twice a week, as well as do recommended amount of aerobic exercise, have about a 47% lower risk of dying early from any cause. 
I got a, have a video of me deadlifting 300 pounds the other day. If you guys yeah, want to. Yeah, check that out. I did three reps, 300. Is that a lot? It's PR for me, personal record. Thank you. Oh. I was going to ask, man. does it count for three pound weights? Because that's the heaviest I lift. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it says anything about weenie. Hold on. Any weenie weights here. <laughs> I didn't really talk about weenie weights. Okay. But I think anything is good, right? Any yeah. movement's good. Yeah. I move? do little teeny tiny weights, small movements. But there okay. you, go. you do that, I do 300. Three what times. are you deadlifting for? You training again? Uh, Working out. My neck life. is killing me. I'll tell you about it tomorrow. My neck okay. is just in oh, bad no. shape. Oh, boy. I stay. There's always one part of my body that's <laughs> yes. hurt at this point. But you never know when I'm going to get the call. The call for what? I don't know. You never know even what the call's going to be. Okay. For me to go, I don't know, be in the league. What league? Who knows? <laughs> That's the point. The Justice League, the NFL. Okay. Who knows? Uh, okay. Let me see if there's one. Uh, I think that's it for now. Oh, no, no. One final big story. I knew I had something else. Uh, they had a, a whole readers competition um, in kind of like a culture magazine called The Nashville Scene. And the award for best podcast in the entire area went to Movie Mike and his movie podcast. Yay! Come on! Speech, 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 speech. Feels good to be the best. Speech, better one, better speech, speech. That's awesome. I, I, Mike had posted it that he won podcast of the year, and I replied back, is this real? Come on, man, really? Well, I didn't know. Because sometimes he'll do like, I'm playing at CMA Fest. That's true. You can see me talk about therapy. And he's not. It's just a joke. Hey, Mike, were you surprised when you saw that? Yeah, super surprised. Thanks to everybody who listens to my podcast. Talking about movies is my passion. It's cool to see you, me win an award. I never won anything. Will you talk about Terrorizer 2? Is that what it's called? Terrorizer? Terrifier 2, Terrifier yeah. 2 in an upcoming episode? I will be oh. talking about that. All horror movie talk this month. I guess I could be a guest. Oh, you should go watch it and then be a guest. I have to go watch it. Yeah, but like the next day while it's still fresh in your guts that are just been chopped up in a movie. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike, congratulations, buddy. Thank that, you. That is awesome. Yeah, movie Mike's movie podcast just won best podcast. I could not be prouder. Wow. I think I, that, but I was really feeling good all weekend because of that. That's cool. Yeah. All right. That's the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. When it comes to making cool graphics, I'm not very good at it. But every once in a while, if you see me do something and I'm like, I made this. And you're like, I bet he hired someone. Nope. The truth is, I, I use Canva because you can take a dumb dumb like me that doesn't know a lot about graphic design. And because of the templates already built in, you can do things that look super cool. You can do like Mike D, who does know a bit about it. And it looks even cooler. Like, what do you use yours for? You can do it to make a pitch deck. And it looks like it took like a million hours to make. Then like five minutes. And that's because a lot of the templates are already there. You can just build into it. Yeah, it's so quick. So supercharge your work docs with MagicWrite, which is Canva's AI text generator as well. Just start with a prompt. 
Describe what you want to say in a few words. Magic, right, will generate a draft in seconds. Tweak your draft, and then you're done. And tweaking it means just go ahead and read it, make sure it's like in your words. Or in my case, make sure you misspell something, right? Yeah. So tweak it. It's a serious time saver. It's a perfect way to beat the blank page. Magic Ride is powered by OpenAI. It's built into the Canva doc, so you get AI text generation right where you need it, where you write. No more copying and pasting from other programs. And again, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Canva will make you look like the smartest, greatest graphic designer of all time. So it's a perfect time saver. It's perfect if you're doing a presentation. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with using a stunning template. Use it as a springboard for your design. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. All right. If you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots. And Tacova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. I've loved my Tacovas. Anytime I wear them or I get a new pair, they feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself, and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. So adult life can start with a lot of financial ups and downs, and it can seem like a lot more downs than ups at first. You know, people can make mistakes and buy things that they can't afford sometimes, and then that's where Intuit comes into play. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products from Intuit. Products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Taking finances into your own hands can help turn things around, even helping save money to rent a first apartment or a home. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. So whether you're trying to manage your money or you're trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so that you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com. That's Intuit.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Last week, my bulldog Stanley had to get ACL surgeries. He tore one completely in half. No ACL. The other one torn halfway. So, listen, I think this is a procedure that a lot of people have. Problem is, this bulldog has had now 11 surgeries. Poor guy. And he's kind of fat now. He's always been a little fat. Now he's fat. Because <laughs> he didn't have ACLs, he couldn't move around. And he has tons of energy, but he couldn't move. And so we take him in, and we get this surgery. I have so many kids reaching out to me, too, through their parents, going, hey, is Stanley the dog okay from Stanley's first day at school? Oh, yeah, he's Aww. a celebrity. I know. And I never thought about that. I got a lot of messages in my, my DMs on Instagram from parents going, hey, could you please let my kid know if Stanley's okay? Because they read the book and they heard he had surgery. Wow. I'm telling everybody, he's okay. It is a little dramatic this weekend. He's got a weird spot shaved in his butt, like a big X. Where they put that thing they put in a pregnant woman. Yeah. Or they, they like don't feel, epidural. That's exactly what it was. And so they did that. And they said, okay, he can't 
be really off a leash in a big space for like a month or so. So he's got to be in a small room or on a leash at all times so he doesn't try to take off running. Well, he wouldn't go to the bathroom. I'm going to start with the story. He wouldn't go to the bathroom on a leash. He'd be like, what are you going to do? Keep leashing me? I'll just keep holding it. And I knew he needed to go. He wouldn't go. He wouldn't go. Okay, we have a talk. I said, hey, buddy, I'm going to take this leash off. But I'm going to trust you to go to the bathroom. Oh, no. And not run off. Uh-oh. <laughs> and he goes, cool. We're cool, buddy. I said, okay, buddy. We call each other buddy. It's a thing. Take the leash off. He looks at me. Three-legged race. Oh, boy. Takes off. Three legs. Other leg stays up. It takes off. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm just like screaming at him. No. He stops. He poops, which is hard for him because imagine a dog trying to get in that spot to poop with only one back leg on the ground. Yeah, it's tough. Like he poops. And then after he poops, he falls over, but not in the poop. Good. Day two, he actually puts his leg down a little bit. And so I get on the internet. I'm like, oh, my goodness, what's going to happen here? I bought him like this gurney. You can put a dog in to carry him around with wheels. And by, by day two, and I, we got it all set up, he's like, I'm good. I'll just put my leg down. I mean, couldn't you give me another day of no leg so we can at least use this thing we just paid this money on? And so we, the internet says, if, he, if he's putting his leg down a little bit, you can let him walk just because he will know or she will know, whoever the dog is, how much weight to put on the leg. Just put it down a little bit. All good. Starting to use the bat. So now I had to sleep in the room with him for like three nights. He snores so loud. I got no sleep for two nights. You know, it is the life of a parent. Amen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. Do. Exactly. Yeah. Um, he has to sleep with that big head thing on so he doesn't eat his scar. Because he won't, uh, Listen, when I have a cut on me, too, I like to lick it or pick at it. Or like rub it. Sure. And so I got to keep him from doing that. <laughs> and so finally, my wife goes, hey, why don't we get up one of these body suits? I'm like, huh? it's a body suit. So we can put it on him, and he can't get to it because he's wearing a tight suit. Here's the thing about Stanley. He hates wearing clothes. Clothes are not meant for this dog. So we get him a bodysuit. We put it on, and at first he's like, eh. But then he's like, okay, I can dig it because I don't have to wear the, hat, the head thing. So he's in this, like, tight spacesuit, and he just chills. He can sleep normally when he's in the suit. The problem is you got to unzip it so he goes to the bathroom. So we got to take it. It's like uh, the guy we used to work with at Clear Channel in Austin who would get completely naked when he pee at the urinal. And it was really weird. <laughs> it's really weird. He would take all his clothes off to pee or go number two. You just see a pile of clothes in the public restroom. So weird. Exactly. But that's what Stanley has to do now. I got to zip him all the way out of his tight suit. And then he goes out, ones or twos. And we got to put him all the way back in the suit. But it's a game changer. So let me recommend this to you guys. I don't even have a brand. It's no thing. We bought two different ones. The first one was a little too big. second one was a little too small. But if you can get one of these body suits, I think they're meant for no shedding, but they also can be used if there's a surgery they can't get to. It's a game changer for sleep because they don't have to stay in the room with them, and he doesn't have to wear the, the big cone that turned into a cushion. But it's I'm pretty tired because that's what the weekend was. So, But at least Arkansas beat BYU, which, <laughs> which is good. It's oh, always good a plus, mm-hmm, which is good. And... I'm here. I'm here. We're good. Dog's good. Tell your kids Stanley's never been better. Sometimes when you get a boo-boo, it takes a minute to fix the boo-boo so it doesn't feel good, but then it feels a lot better afterward. Well, that's good. Yeah. So let your kids know that Stanley is going to be okay. He's just been a little dramatic. And we can't let Eller, our, the, the, our other dog, get near him because she's so high energy. She'll jump on him. Tear the leg. So we can't let, we can't let them be together unless they're both on leashes. So that's dramatic. Oh, we hear all them. <laughs> Constantly. But it's just a dog palooza at the house. Now, speaking of Eller, we adopted Eller from a place called Wags and Walks. It's the same place that 
whenever I finally get the first check from my book, that money is going to go to Wags and Walks. They'll keep, you know, they, they're a great rescue for animals where we live. And up for auction right now, if you go to bobbybones.com, is a round of golf with Eddie and myself. And all the money goes to Wags and Walks. Now, it's four hours with Eddie and myself. You can't get a refund. If you go with us and you're like, these are the two most annoying guys that don't even that good of golfers, that's on you. These guys are terrible. That's on you. But you can bid for a round of golf. I'll pay for the round of golf. You come, hang out with us, play golf, and all the money goes to Wags and Walks. I also have a show on Saturday here in town. And if you're coming to the show, that's awesome. It's sold out. I'm super pumped. It's the fifth show in a row that sold out. I can't believe it. But we have tickets and we have a meet and greet up. You can also go bid on that. I don't keep any of the money. It goes to Wags and Walks as well. So we'll put it up at bobbybones.com. It's on my Instagram story right now, Mr. Bobby Bones, and that's it. I want to share that. Played golf with Scuba Steve on Friday. Pretty good golfer, actually. Really? Really? Why does that surprise me? Yeah, I didn't know that either. Pretty he's pretty reckless. He just, like, whacks it? Interesting terminology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, Amy. He actually hit a he pretty— No, I mean, I, I see him, like, just smashing it. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what he did. Yeah. He would just— He's like Bam Bam. Doesn't know his own strength sometimes. Huh. He'd just grab a club and be like, oh, I hit this one. And he'd crush it and be like, dude, that was like 120. The hole was only 120. You hit it like 300. <laughs> bam, bam. But pretty good. But you can bid on that round of golf with Eddie and myself. All you got to do is go over to my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. Same thing with the tickets and the meet and greet. Um, love it. Uh, a couple things I wanted to mention that I talked about earlier. There's a haunted house that will pay you to go through it if you get all the way through it without quitting. This is not an urban legend. Sometimes you hear these stories and you're like, there's no way that's real. Someone just made this up and now it's been passed through people and year to year. But this one's true. It's the scariest haunted house in America. They're offering guests $20,000 if they can make it all the way through without quitting. The place is called McCamey Manor. It's located just outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Before you get too excited, just know that no one has successfully made it through the manor in over two years. <sighs> The manor also requires visitor to complete a 40-page waiver. Wow. Oh. A physical exam and even have a doctor's note with them before they're allowed to enter. Each guest is filmed during their journey for their own protection and for the protection of the owner, Russ McCamey. Russ has already been sued several times for things that people claim were done to them in the manor that do not appear on the video. What the yeah, like what? Yeah. Several clips from previous guests are included in the film that visitors are required to see before entering. In addition to watching the video, the McCamey Manor also requires that visitors, one, be 21 years or older, have a completed sports physical, pass a background check, be screened via Facebook, FaceTime, or phone, proof of medical insurance, sign that 40-page waiver, and pass a portable drug test on the day of the show. What are they doing? To these I have people? no idea. Wow, right. Like, so can they get to the, like, can they hurt you? Something's it sounds happening. like they can hurt you. I feel like Mike would know more about this than anybody. Mike, what's happening at this yeah, thing? It basically gives him permission to torture you, is what it is. With physical pain, though? Physical pain, too. Oh, rip your well, hair out. Rip oh. your hair out. Tear your nails off, stuff like what? that. Oh! So you've heard? I've heard, yes. That's why there's some controversy around this place. Tear your and nails we're sure out. this is real. It is real. Could a Navy SEAL not go, I could use 20 grand? Or would he just go, I'm not going to let them through? He'd like put them through the screen and be like, I don't think you, you should make it, sir. Does he only pick out wimps? I feel like you probably wouldn't let somebody like that through. So what you do is you fake as a Navy SEAL. Oh. Be like, hi. Hey, my name is Timmy. I like scary movies. Oh, uh, uh, no, I hate scary movies. I'm scared of everything. Uh, sir, what is that tattoo on you? Why does it say Navy SEAL? Uh, 
<laughs> and you start crying. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's wild. I would love to talk to this guy. Scoob, is this somebody who will come on the show, or does he hide out? Do we know? I don't know. I, I feel like we talked about him in the past, and he's ignored us. But I could try again. What if we sign a 40-page waiver to interview him? Yeah. I'm down for <laughs> <laughs> I'll get on it again and see if we can get him on. Would show. you go through this haunted house, Scooby Steve? No, because it's not haunted. This guy is just trying to torture you and do weird. I've watched the videos. It's disgusting. I wouldn't want anyone to do be a part of this thing. This guy seems really weird. What's it cost to go in? So that's a question. Like he's paying money, and it takes money to make to put this thing on. Do you know, Mike, if there's a, a price you pay to go through the haunted house? I don't even think there's an entry fee. You just have to. You have to sign up. He's. So and we're sure it's real, that they're not faking it. Because this all could be a ruse, meaning they could do all the videos. They don't allow, let's say, any of the real people he doesn't allow in. But he only sends through people that he knows and shoots videos and yeah. fakes on. Because we don't know that this isn't a ruse. And by the way, I, who's used the word ruse since like the Three Stooges? I don't even know what yeah, that means. exactly. <laughs> Sounds cool, though. Well, there's the story. I saw that today. There's a TikTok influencer who is crying for donations. Because they accidentally bought a one hundred thousand dollar cash or a couch, sorry, hundred thousand dollar couch. Uh, here you go. Here's a clip of the TikTok influencer. <laughs> I just put an offer on a couch, and I was joking. I was joking by putting my card information, and it just charged my couch. I was joking. I was joking. Can you please donate? Can you please donate, please? Well, she said she put in her card information, right? Yeah. Is this a ruse? That, that, yeah, that joke. <laughs> I don't know, man. You don't put your card information in as a joke. You put your card information in so they can use your card. Also, who's, who are you playing the joke on or with? Uh-huh. Like the stupidest joke ever. I feel like I'm being scammed when I hear that clip. I think we're being rused. Ruse. <laughs> and it does sound like bad acting. Will you play that again? <laughs> I just put an offer on the couch. <laughs> and I was Let's go to our resident actor at Lunchbox. Is that acting or is that real? That's fake. Okay, can you, would you act this out for us? Act like you just bought a couch. Let's see if he can match it because mm. if he can, we'll know that it's fake. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'll do better than that. Good. I won't Come match on. it. Here we go. Here's Lunchbox, our actor. He's taken like 11 classes on Zoom. Reading More than scripts 11. from like Dawson's Creek and 30 Rock. <laughs> All right, here he is. Go ahead. <laughs> I, just, I made a big mistake. <laughs> Accidentally bought a really expensive couch. <laughs> I put my credit card in, and now I owe like twenty thousand dollars for a couch. It's just as good. I'm be honest with it you. It sounds yeah. just like it's her. Just as good. It's really good. Okay, you can stop. We're good. Yeah.
I have a big problem and I need help. So my family friend showed me a date that he thought was my birthday. And, well, I'm turning 30 this year. So I kind of think that that's November 11th is my surprise birthday party. And now I feel like it's ruined and I don't know if I should tell my husband or my family that I think that I know the surprise date or if I should just let it be and just like be pretend to be surprised. I don't know. I need your help. Let me know what you think. Paul McCartney said it best. Let it be. Let let it be. Because it may not be a surprise party. And then two, if they've planned it, don't take that away from them. It's for them too, to show you how much they love you. So say nothing. That's it. Say nothing. And act surprised? Yes. Yes. And if you can act, like Lunchbox can act. Lunchbox, let's act surprised, okay? Okay. Watch this. This guy can act on the dime. Okay, Okay, you're walking in the room. Surprise! Ah! Oh my! Whoa! You guys, you shouldn't have! Oh my! How? Sally's here! Oh my! Jim! I have a scene! That's all you gotta do! Wow! Jim and Sally! Yeah, totally 1960s uncle and aunt, Jim and Sally, but still, we're here, we're living it. That's great. Alex, say nothing. Just go and have a good time. And if they didn't, that'd be awkward. You'll be like, you walk into a room on that day and you're like, ah! Huh? <laughs> I don't know. All right, thank you. Uh, let's do voicemail number one. This is Hannah. At the Grand Ole Opry, calling for an encore because you guys were freaking awesome. And Eddie deserved all the circle time. And I was screaming, fangirling, crazy. It was so good. Love you guys. So Eddie and I played at the Grand Ole Opry last night. And the crowd there was bizarrely awesome, like in a way we've never experienced before. And we walked out... I, we stopped a song because they would not stop cheering and laughing. That's the greatest reason to stop a song. <laughs> and then uh, the circle, you, they put the person who's the singer in the middle. And then last night I was like, you know what? Eddie's never sat in the circle. So I moved over and let Eddie sit in the middle last oh, night. Oh, awesome. And he did a song. I a, can't believe you did that. That was so cool. It was a great night. Was, we played the Opry till late last night. And I'm telling you, I thought that somebody famous had walked behind me because they were cheering so loud. Because once Eddie and I were playing at a festival, Faster Horses yeah, in, in Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, and we're up, and there's, there's 60,000 people in the crowd, and we're going as hard as we can go. And a lot of times people are like, huh? What are, what are they doing? If they don't know what our shtick is, which we're funny. And they, they were cheering so hard. Little did I realize that Luke, Luke Bryan walked out behind us, was watching the show, and they were cheering for Luke behind us. Yeah. It felt like that last night, but it was really for us. Ever since then, you've been weird. Yeah, yeah, I'm always like, who's behind me? Who's behind me? Uh, voicemail number four, Joy from Virginia. <laughs> Bobby, um, watched my first Arkansas game tonight uh, against BYU. They kicked butt. I loved it. Thought about you the whole time. Uh, thank you so much, and love your show. Joy, thank you for the call. Appreciate that. You guys can call our voicemail line anytime, 877-77-BOBBY. Pet peeve of mine. I just realized it. Celebrities that aren't really big fans of teams but then go to games and act like they're the biggest fan of a team forever because their team is now winning. Bradley Cooper? No. What? Okay. Is that Eagles? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I know him from the Eagles. Though. I was going to say, he's okay. been there Yeah, a he's a fan. All right, he's a fan. who? Who are you talking I'm not, about? I'm not, I'm not going to put anybody out. Huh. You mean like college or I, NFL? I'm not putting anybody out. But <laughs> I, I, just, I just saw it more than once, and I'm like, you're not even a fan. And now that they're good, you're acting like you're all a fan, like a super fan. I just get so annoyed now at that. Now the team's good. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, we'll leave that okay. there. What do they all call right. that? Fairweather fan or something? Yep. Sure. Bandwagon, Fairweather. But it's like you you parked your car in the nice spot. You don't ever go to this place. Mm. You don't ever go to this place. So, but it's a it's a it's a good weekend. Eddie this weekend went 
like, I saw you dr- do an Instagram story of you just driving. <laughs> Are you that hard up for content? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I, sometimes I look at my Instagram I'm like, man, I haven't posted in two weeks. Like, I got to post something. But that was pretty. I was out in the country and it was a pretty scenery. So I decided to record that. What were you guys doing? Uh, we, we went to that. We got a cabin out in the woods, like in the mountains. And uh, it was great. We got to hang out, fish, and do stuff like that, hang out as a family. All the kids. All the kids. So what happened? You're there, and you're they have a TV or oh something. Boy. So it happens when you get get like any kind of Airbnb. There's a TV, a smart TV with all the apps on it, and it's Saturday, and I know Alabama and Tennessee are playing. So I get on Hulu, and I open the app up, and it opens up as if somebody's already logged in. So I'm someone like, left theirs on. Yeah. yeah, and it's got all the names. It's like Tim, Nana, uh, <laughs> uh, Sarah, <laughs> Nana. And, yeah. So I'm like, okay, let me just click on Nana. And I'll be Nana because this is cool. I don't have to sign in. I start watching the game. And, man, it's like fourth quarter. The game's really good. Great game. Great game. And then it just shuts off. And I go, "Uh uh-oh, that's not good. So I restart the whole app, turn it back on. It says, uh, it looks like you've changed home locations. Would you like to make this your home location? I'm like, oh, crap, Nana. So it's asking you now to declare you now live in this cabin. Correct. So you can watch your show that you stole. And it says that I've done this uh, or Nana's done this. Four out of or three out of four times. So if I do it again, I might lock Nana out. Is what I'm thinking. Forever. Forever. Oh no. But this is fourth quarter, Alabama and Tennessee. I'm like, do I do this? And I feel bad about it now. But at the time, it's like, dude, I have to do it. I got to watch the rest of this game. I click yes. You stole Nana's life. So now Nana's home setting is the cabin that we were in. Oh, <laughs> poor Nana. Feel, Why didn't you just log in with your own account? Exactly. I, I know you have one. It would have taken yeah. too long out of the password. You, you know how those TVs goal. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah. putting all that stuff in would, would have taken forever. So the question is, is Eddie a bad person now? <sighs> Does this make him a bad person? Let's go around the room. Amy? No, no, he's not a bad person. Yeah, you're a bad person. <laughs> that makes him a bad yeah, person. Yeah, you only thought about yourself here. You only thought about yourself and your Insta gratification. Listen, if it was halftime, I would have signed listen, out and done my own thing. And if it was Jonathan, I'd be like, oh, you know what? He probably deserved it. Nana? It's Nana. What did Nana do? It was Nana's account. Well, Except make co- warm cookies for the grandkids. It could have been Jonathan's account and just use Nana's, you know, whatever. Well, also, moral of the story is log out of accounts. When you log in at hotels or Airbnbs, log out when you leave. Lunchbox? Look, Nana is going to have a hard time getting back in there because Nana probably doesn't know how to use technology. And four out of four. That's right? it. Four out of four. <laughs> they're they're going to have to go through some verification process. But at the same time, Eddie, it was very important for you to see the end of the game. So I have no problem with it. I'd have done the same. There you go. Ray? Well, Nana hasn't had cable television for about 48 <laughs> hours now. And <laughs> older people are good at calling customer service. I bet she figures it out. Eddie's fine. There you go. Nana has time to do it. You're a good guy. But that's a very selfish thing to do, Ed. I think it was just the timing. I had. Mm-hmm. A, I, you know, that's I probably why the Cowboys lost. You probably karma yourself into a Cowboy loss last night. Or the Eagles are just very good. No, you probably karma <laughs> yourself. <laughs> Dang. Let me grab one call from Marco in California who has been sitting on hold for what seems like hours. Marco, what would you like to say? Hey, how's it going? First time caller, long time listener. Thanks, buddy. Uh, before I say what I want to say, I want to say that uh, I was, I'm a Marine Corps veteran. And I've been listening to you guys since I was 22. I'm 29 now, and you guys actually helped me from suicide or, you know. So you guys helped me out. When I left the military, I was, like, really depressed. And my friend's mom uh, showed me you guys. And then ever since, I've been listening to you guys. But I also want to say that, hey, Eddie, how about them Cowboys? The Eagles won 6-0. Fly, Eagles, oh, fly. Geez. Okay. Oh, fly, Eagles, <laughs> hey, man. Let me say this about our callers. <laughs> this is what I love about our callers. Come on. We, they have range. Yeah. Marco calls in and. You know, shared something very vulnerable and personal that he wasn't in a great place, and we helped him get out. And for whatever we did, I'm grateful that we were able to do that. 
that that's very kind of you to share with us. And I was like, dang, I was like feeling it like yeah, me no, too. I, I was like, wow, thank you for sharing that, Marco. And then he just goes straight in on Eddie and goes, fly, <laughs> Eagles, fly, and rubs in the fact that the Cowboys lost. I mean, it's fresh. That's, it just happened last night. That's why our callers are the best. They got range from all over. Marco, I appreciate that call. And hey, I'm glad you're doing better. You doing better? Oh yeah, I'm like I listen to you guys every day. I haven't missed like when I miss episodes, I go back to iHeart and like catch up like it's a Netflix show. I just catch up on what you guys talk about. I appreciate that, buddy. Thank you for calling. And you know what, fly goes fly. Hey, I hope that dig made him feel better. Did it, Marco? You feel better for that dig? Oh yeah. Yeah, sure. good. All right, <laughs> all right, buddy. Have a good, have a good rest of the week. All right, thank you. You too. All right, see you, buddy. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Syracuse, New York. Jason Thompson is the superintendent of the school district, and he goes to the football game, goes over to the student section, goes, hey, guys, I want to crowd surf. Put me up. Woo! He crowd surfs, and they're like, man, I think he was drunk. I don't know. He leaves the football game, gets pulled over, twice the legal limit. Oh, no. (laughs) He was wasted. He was. Twice. It's fun to do stuff, games, uh-huh. and get into it. And but there are certain positions that you have that even if you're sober, you shouldn't crowd surf. If you're a principal, if you're a superintendent, you can do it at a concert, but you can't do it with the people that are your subordinates. So just that he did that, first of all, you're like, bro. But then obviously he was wasted. And then then he wasn't just wasted at the game. Okay, so not good. Then he gets in a car and drives. Yeah, that's that's double bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Time for the good news countdown. It's the good news countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. Here we go. Number three. A Facebook group called DNA Detectives helped a 33-year-old Pittsburgh woman find her birth father. He had no idea she existed or that he had two grandkids. They met up two weeks ago, and they'll spend Thanksgiving together. I mean, your life changes like that. Mm-hmm. Hey, awesome. but at least you don't have to pay for school clothes. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> for being honest. You know, you got through all that. You have an adult kid. Yeah, that's awesome and sad, and that's all the emotions in that. Number two. A Colorado woman just became a cop, and the officer who pinned her badge on her is the same cop who saved her 20 years ago. He found her in a meth den as a baby. Saved her. She eventually got adopted by a couple who gave her a much better life, and that cop pinned her badge on her. Wow. I kind of got chills in my ears Me too. When that story hit. Wow. There you go. One more. Number one. The Animal Rescue League of Boston saved a six-month-old kitten seen wandering down the street with a round glass light shade over its head. They named her Buzz Lightyear because it looked like an astronaut's helmet. (laughs) She'll go for adoption in a week or so. Yeah, either the kitten was lost or drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe both. Lampshade on the head. <laughs> yes, there you go. That was the Good News Countdown. I'll say this. There's a rescue that I work very closely with that my wife is uh, a big part of, and we're auctioning off things because we have a, a, a big fundraiser later on this week in town. But the two things that we're auctioning off that I'm auctioning off, number one is the round of golf with Eddie and I, which... It's, I don't know if you can handle four hours with us. It's almost like sitting for a whole show. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a bad thing for them. But it's yeah. free golf, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm paying for the golf. But you yeah. and a friend will play with Eddie and I. It's up at bobbybones.com, so you can go and bid on that. And then I have a show this Saturday night, my comedically inspirational show that's been sold out. But it's a pair of tickets to that and a meet and greet. So that's up as well. And all the money, 100% of the money, goes to Wags and Walks, which is where we adopted Eller from, which is 
an organization. My book, the proceeds from my book go to Wags and Walks, so we're very involved, and we want to give a right, – listen, it's, to play golf with Eddie and I for four hours, it's a whole adventure. <laughs> I can tell you. It could be a lot. It can be – yes. I'm just warning you now. <laughs> but if you want to do it, go over to bobbybones.com. We have it up there, and we're, we're helping the animals. All right, that's it. You guys have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. I think that's it. Mr. Bobby Bones on Instagram. All right. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.